This is The Interchange, a weekly conversation about the changing business of energy and clean tech from GTM Squared. This week we have a very special unveiling. Is Amazon about to completely change the rooftop solar business? We have an investigation from GTM Research and GTM Editorial that we're going to tell you about. I am GTM Managing Editor Stephen Lacey in Boston. Also in Boston is my co-host, our Senior VP, Shale Khan. Hey Shale, how are you? I'm great, Stephen. Super excited for this episode. Yeah, yeah, we've been working on this for a while. Also with us back again for his second time on the interchange, it's our director of solar research, MJ Xiao. Hey, MJ. Hey, Stephen. Hey, Shell. So we have been pretty pretty excited to bring you this podcast all week. MJ, Shale, and I have been pretty hard at work confirming different pieces of this story, putting the, all these pieces together, and we think we've put together a pretty complete picture of a groundbreaking new solar service from Amazon. And I'll let Shale tell you a little bit about that. Before we get into it, I just want to remind Energy Gang listeners who are listening to this that we record this podcast every week for GTM Squared. And if you're a GTM Square, um, you will get in-depth conversations on a variety of topics that are shaping the clean tech industry. Uh, We have a lot of fun with this show, and we think that we offer a lot of value add with these conversations. So to find out more about GTM Squared, that will get you all sorts of discounts and uh, premium editorial products, go to gtmsquared.com. So Shale, let's start from the beginning. Your team uncovered this story completely randomly recently. And, and we've been working as a small team internally to try to figure out what it means for solar. So what is Amazon up to? Right. So let's start with the backstory quickly, and then we'll get into what we think Amazon is doing. So we have this team of solar analysts, and they're covering the whole solar value chain, uh, everything from markets to technologies. And on the technology side of the equation, we're, we're basically always looking for what the next technology innovation is going to be that will drive down the cost of solar. And one of the many places that our analysts are always trolling for information uh, is patent searches. And patent searches usually don't yield a whole lot. Some, you know, there isn't a ton of technology that gets patented in the solar industry generally, and the solar companies are not super heavy into R&D. So we don't get a lot normally. But a couple of months ago, one of our analysts was digging around in patent searches that relate to solar and ran across this patent that Amazon had submitted that, as far as we know, no one had really noticed. And we spent the past two months pretty quietly but fervently digging into what this patent is and what we think it means and have uncovered actually what we can we think is an incredibly important story about both Amazon's play in solar and more generally the future of solar installation globally. So here's the basics. Amazon filed a patent and was uh, approved for that patent for drone-based solar installation. In other words, drones that would install solar on your roof. Now, that sounds crazy at first blush, and certainly we were skeptics initially as well. Um, It sounds like the kind of thing that you would put in a patent and then would never happen. But the more that we've dug into it, the more we realize that Amazon is, first of all, very serious about this, and second of all, that it has the potential to be a completely revolutionary technology solution for solar. So what we have for you today is both the story of what we think Amazon is doing in this space and GTM Research's analysis of how important we think it's going to be for driving down the cost of solar. So 
MJ, I'm going to turn to you first to sort of explain what Amazon is actually doing here, what this patent is and how it would work in a solar installation. So why don't you walk us through that? Yeah, it's fascinating, actually. And so what Amazon is planning to do is basically to deliver this package to the homeowner. The homeowner goes on Amazon's website, um, you know, puts in their address, uh, puts in some details about how much money they're paying for electricity, how, you know, you know, kind of approves the design, all that usual uh, remote site assessment, remote uh, system design that we're already seeing in um, in the solar space anyway. Um, but what's then differentiated, or at least what we understand to be differentiated about Amazon is what's actually happening as far as the installation goes. So this package shows up at your house. There is a drone that then takes solar panels, and this isn't crystalline silicon solar panels. From what we understand, it's more of a flexible roll-up, probably like a thin film solar panel that then takes, that has, uh, instead of uh, drilling into the roof and mounting it, again, like traditional solar systems, um, it has, uh, I don't want to say stick-on panels, but really has a a polymer adhesive uh, that then just, you know, again, kind of just sticks on the roof. Uh, and that is, and that drone installs those solar panels in the layout that's been specified. And of course, you know that's not the full installation. Uh, then uh, there is an electrician that has to come around, uh, ex- inspects the work that the drone did, and then connects the, uh, and then has to connect the inverter, has to connect uh, the system to uh, the the grid uh, in order to, for it to produce. But yeah, that's that's from what we understand, what Amazon is planning to do. Right. So let's be a little bit more specific here. So the patent itself is a patent for a method to deploy solar on rooftops using drones. So this is the way in which you would use a drone to have a a solar installation placed on the rooftop, as MJ said, instead of using um, penetrating rooftop, it would it would actually adhere to the rooftop. So this only applies to certain kinds of roofs, but it's a pretty big total addressable market. So that's the patent, right? And that was what we discovered a couple of months ago. What we've been doing since then is trying to put all this context around it to understand, okay, so first of all, how would this actually work? Um, and as MJ said, you know, it's not like you can have a drone just deliver the thing and then it turns on. There is still some work to be done after that that has to be done by an electrician. We could talk about what that means for the cost. But we've been working on figuring out exactly what it would, how it would work. And then the second question is, is this a real thing or is this just something, you know, Amazon put in a patent and, and we'll never see the light of day? Um, and I can just say, you know, the answer is this, is this is very real and we can get into what that means. Yeah, I mean, Amazon has been experimenting with its drone-based delivery system for the last year. It has limited FAA approval in rural areas. And, you know, the FAA approval process is very long. You're not allowed to fly drones out of eyesight. Um, and there are companies like Google and Amazon that have limited approval to fly drones out of eyesight and work on these these delivery systems. And this is a piece of that effort. Um, we were surprised at how far along this is. Uh, it sounds like as soon as they get FAA approval, they're going to be pretty ready to, to roll this out. 
Yeah, I mean, they have limited approval already to pilot it in some rural locations, uh, which is where most of this drone piloting is taking place. So, you know, you will actually see some drones deploy solar projects in the next 12 months in the United States. It'll just be under this limited FAA approval. But I think the idea is, and this is what we've heard off the record from some people within Amazon, that they're basically doing everything they need to do ahead of time so that the second the FAA regulations are uh, completed and there's any window of opportunity, they are ready to commercialize immediately. But before we get any further on that, I think it's important for us to talk a little bit about why we think this actually is a revolutionary technology, because certainly my initial reaction, and I know MJ's and the rest of our research teams, was uh, one of, of pretty significant skepticism. So what we ultimately think, having run the numbers and built it into our models, is that if this actually works, it can significantly reduce the cost of solar installations. MJ, can you walk us through in detail why that is? So you walk through the cost stack of uh, res- your average residential solar system, which is somewhere around 3 to $3.50 a watt across the U.S. And you start taking certain things out. First of all, you've uh, simplified the installation, so you're no longer dealing with a lot of structural balance of systems. That saves you somewhere, depending, 10, 15 cents a watt, maybe. Uh, and then uh, the solar panels, they're probably, uh, you know, we don't really know the cost of these solar panels versus traditional, but there is probably some delta there. But the real savings then come in terms of the installation process. Instead of, uh, you know, installers across the U.S. have become really efficient at uh, installing solar. We're down to um, you know one-day installs for a lot of the larger installers, and even beyond that, you're looking at a couple of days, few days at, at most, instead of these week-long installations. Uh, the biggest savings, though, is first of all, you're no longer you no longer have you know, a five-man crew. You're down to a single electrician. And then in addition, uh, that electrician uh, can work on multiple systems a day. So instead of looking at uh, one installation a day, maybe you're talking about two, three, maybe even four installations a day for uh, someone who's especially good at connecting these systems up. And with that, you can probably save somewhere between 7 to 10% off the total system cost. And then when you start, and that's just on site as well. Then when you start to think about things as shipping logistics, which we all know Amazon is uh, fantastic at at warehousing, shipping, and logistics, you start to bucket in things like uh, customer acquisition. Uh, If it's as simple as ordering a solar PV system on Amazon's website rather than going through a whole, you know, proposal generation, a whole, you know, getting multiple bids and solicitation process. Uh, what does that do for customer acquisition costs as well? So uh, there's part of it where we're we're not able to quantify, but the on-site uh, benefits can be anywhere between again 10, 15 percent off the system costs, and then kind of a, a wider opportunity beyond there in the soft costs. Right, which doesn't sound like a ton on its face, but it's worth noting that the cost reductions that we've seen in rooftop solar over the past couple of years have been pretty incremental. So if this is a single innovation that can reduce the cost of residential solar by 20%, maybe more when you stack up all these benefits, that is an absolute game changer. Let's talk about what kind of solar Amazon plans to deploy. 
So it's clear that it's going to be some sort of flexible, thin film substrate. Who are the companies that it could be working with? We don't know this yet. We haven't confirmed, uh, but it looks like a company like Mia Soleil. Who, who else could offer the flexible panels that, that would be um, deployed on these roofs by the drones? Oh, if I'm allowed to speculate, I think it's Solo Power. They're, they're located in Oregon. It's practically right next to Seattle. So, you know, that would be my guess, truthfully. But I think it's also interesting. I mean, I think Solar Power is a good guess. MSLA is possible. There's a couple other companies still remaining. But I think what's interesting about this is how it relates to what happened in the solar industry five, ten years ago. Because if you remember, you know, in the 2005 to say 2010 window, which was when there was billions of dollars of venture capital flowing into solar panel technology companies, most of that was going to thin film companies, right? And we all know the saga of Solyndra and things like that. But uh, one of the main reasons why those companies were getting so much excitement was the possibility of a lightweight, flexible substrate panel. And the reason, among others, that these companies haven't seen a lot of commercial success is that there just hasn't been that much of a need for flexible substrate light solar panels, right? Because every solar installation historically is getting installed basically the same way with, as MJ said, a crew of a few people going up on the roof. And it doesn't really matter that much. There isn't that much savings to be gained if the panels are lighter or if they can be rolled up. It totally matters if you're trying to install these things with drones. So what this is creating is a real-life application for a technology that saw the light of day very briefly um, at the sort of turn of the decade and now may see new light. So maybe it's solo power immediately, uh, but you could imagine if this is really successful and Amazon starts deploying it at scale, that a bunch of new thin film companies will pop up again. The second coming of flexible thin film. The MJ or Shale, do you think Amazon should acquire a flexible thin film company, you know, existing company like Solo Power, or should they just be the middleman, be the distributor and offer the service? We don't we're unclear about what what kind of strategy Amazon would take in that respect and the folks off record at Amazon were pretty clear that they haven't developed that strategy yet. But do you see Amazon actually acquiring a manufacturer and getting into that area of the business. Yeah, so to be clear, Stephen, the the patent is uh, technology agnostic. So it doesn't specify whether these are SIGs panels or, you know, any other type of, uh, you know, flexible thin film. You know, from my standpoint, I have to think that Amazon doesn't want to become a manufacturer, right? Where its its real prowess is, is in the distribution, the logistics, the um, the homeowner touch and you know, as we saw, as Shale mentioned in the turn of the decade, commercializing thin film or commercializing basically a non-commodity solar panel is really, really hard. So, from that aspect, I think they want to drive. Uh, they want to drive the supply chain. They want these companies to get big, but I don't think they do it by acquiring one of these manufacturers. Yeah, I think that's right. I don't think Amazon wants to be in the solar panel manufacturing business. I think they want to be in the solar system sales and distribution business, just like they are in pretty much everything else. Like They're not a manufacturer. They're a logistics and customer acquisition engine. So I, I don't see why that would be different here. Yeah. Can we talk about what kind of customer might want this service? I'm skeptical because... As a homeowner, I mean, I don't own a home, but assuming I owned a home and I were installing solar, I want seasoned professionals on my roof 
deploying a system that is going to deliver a lot of energy. So we're talking about deploying solar that has degradation issues. These panels do not last nearly as long as traditional crystalline silicon uh, panels. They have a far, they, they produce far less electricity. Again, you have this issue of a, a, a robot, a drone on your roof deploying these panels without the assistance of a human. I think it's it's clearly a really interesting innovation to drop BOS costs, but I don't know that I see a ton of homeowners being interested in this right away. And there's also a limitation on what kind of roofs you can deploy this on. Well, I mean, look, I think it's easy to say, uh, you know, I'd rather have somebody up on my rooftop deploying a certain kind of solar panel versus a drone deploying another kind um, in a vacuum. Fine. That's probably true. But if the, the drone deployed panels are 20% cheaper, if it is a significant cost differential, I think most people change their minds on that equation. I think that's been the story of Amazon, right? Like a lot of people didn't want to buy clothing online years ago because they want to try it on in the store. It turns out Amazon can sell a lot of this stuff cheaper. And so you started to see customer adoption on clothing. And you could point to, I think, many other things that look just like that, where just cost savings drove enough people to do it that then it became a social norm that then everybody started doing it. I don't see why solar panels are really any different from that ultimately and the other point that i would make here is that the way that this process works the drone comes it uses you know gis and lidar to do a very very accurate location install um, as far as we know to within the nearest five or ten millimeters but then you do still have the human touch because this this uh, electrician has to go up onto your roof and connect the thing to the grid so they can do a spot check to make sure it's done right. So it's not like nobody's ever going up there to make sure it's going to work and it's placed in the right location. And then finally, on your point about certain types of rooftops, yes, there is a limitation there. It doesn't, at least on this initial patent, seem to work for every type of rooftop, but it does work for most. And most rooftops in the U.S. is a ton of rooftops. So I guess the last question is, what does this mean for leading solar installers? They're going to have a market. They're deploying traditional solar. There are a lot of rooftops that aren't suitable for Amazon service. But clearly, this is going to erode their market share. If I'm a solar city, a Sungevity, a Sunrun, maybe a, a mid-sized installer, should I be nervous? Yeah, I think you should, honestly. I mean, I you know, it's not going to change overnight. This is one of those things that's going to take a while to develop, both because, as we talked about, there are FAA regulations that have to be worked out and because, obviously, there's going to there's gonna be some time before there's big customer uptake. But if there's one thing that Amazon has proven, it's that they really know how to sell things to people. So I don't know. You know, if I'm speculating, I think five, ten years from now, Amazon will steal a meaningful share of the residential solar business by installing via drones. Such a fascinating story. Serious implications for the solar industry. We've got a 4,000-word feature, companion feature, going up on Green Tech Media this afternoon. And unfortunately, you'll never get to read it because this story is completely fake. Happy April Fool's Day. With Shale Khan and MJ Xiao, this is The Interchange. I'm Stephen Lacey. And usually, each week we bring you real stories. So be sure to tune in become a GTM squared, and listen to our analysis on the things that are actually changing the clean tech industry. We'll catch you next week.